How to take better photos, part one, 11 things for you to do. Hi and a very warm welcome to episode 172 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 27 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience which I share with you in my podcast. Okay, here is the answery bit. Here are 11 things you can work on to help you take better photos, whatever your current level. And I include myself in this as well. Number one, what are you trying to do with your photography? Number two, composition, what you put in your photos. Number three, how to take photos, getting started. Four, camera gear, what to buy and how to use it and also what not to buy. Five, camera settings, how to get image capture, bang on. Six, phone or camera, which do you use? Seven, learn from your photos and also from other photographers. Eight, image processing, the stuff you need to know. Nine, how to save time but improve your photography. Yes, really. Ten, get out and practice more but take less photos. And finally, 11, become excellent at one photography thing. I'm aiming for that to be speaking, but I'm still working on that. Okay, so those are the 11 things, 11 photography tips, 11 things I'm going to go through quickly in this episode, and then I'm going to cover each one in a single episode. Yeah, so that's the next 11 episodes mapped out. So I hope you're as excited as I am about this. And if you're not, well, I'll see you in 22 weeks then. (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously, this is, this is good stuff, even though I say so myself. Okay, the first one, what are you trying to do with your photography? Well, it's an excellent place to start. Do you want to go pro? Do you want to make a living from your photography? Do you want to grow a massive online following with your photos? Or do you just want to learn how to create better photos as this is the thing that you love to do, your hobby, and how you like to spend your free time? Now, all, of course, are fine, and I'm going to go into this in a lot more detail, and this will set us all off in the right direction. Just deleted a line from the script there that was rubbish. It was rubbish. Number two, composition, what you put in your photos. When someone else looks at your photos, they only know what they see. This makes composition rather important. Composition is what you include in a photo, and also what you do not include in a photo. Composition is about how the elements within a photo relate and how the light relates to the content of the composition. Good photos also need good light, be that natural light or artificial light. And there are rules of composition that can help us. One of my favourites is the rule of thirds, which I use for photos of buildings, and it gives my photos a logical structure. It helps me take better photos. Now, professional photographers start with the best composition. That is the starting point, and it's not the end point. Sorry, I could go on about this all day, so much more on that in that episode, which I'm actually very excited to do. As I like to say, composition is king, dear listener. Composition is king. Three, how to take photos, getting started. Right, so how do you go about taking a photo? What is the process? 
Now, there are things that you can do when you take photos that will help you to take better photos. In this episode, I tell you how to take photos. I'll explain what you must do practically and the secrets I will share with you now. This is my specialist secret ninja technique. And here it is. Brace yourselves. Walking around and looking. Yes, much of the work is done before you take a photo. There are different views, different angles and different compositions. I'm going to mention this quite a few times, my specialist skill, walking around and looking, which I do before I take my camera out of the bag. This is one of those things that I didn't think about for years and years, but when I did, I started to take fewer photos and the photos I took, they were much better. Yes, fewer rubbish photos, which must be a good thing for you and me. Four, camera gear, what to buy and how to use it. I used to spend my time looking at the latest and greatest shiny new thing. Gear was my thing and, and I, had a, I had a massive camera bag packed full of everything that I could need. And I mean, it was massive. I'm a relatively active chap and I found it heavy, so I tried to know what the weight is. And I probably used, I don't know, 10 to 15% of it. So... Let's not get that extra 85, 90% of camera gear that we don't need. Let's stick to the stuff that we do need, the stuff that will help us to take photos. Now, do you need a professional camera? And what about a camera lens? Well, I've got some great ideas on gear, but you don't necessarily need expensive camera gear. No, you don't. You might be surprised, actually, by what I use. Anyway... We'll wait for that, eh? Let's not spoil it now. Five, camera settings. How to get image capture bang on. Well, there are so many camera settings and so many options. I mean, where do you start? How do you decide which settings to use? Well, I'm going to tell you. And when I'm out taking photos on a commercial shoot, there are two things that I change from one photo to the next. And that's not every photo. There are two things I might change before I take a photo, and that is it. The rest of it is all set in advance. It's all dialed in. I know what I'm doing. And this applies to probably, I don't know, 95% of my photos. So in this episode, I'll tell you what I do and how you can work similarly and make camera settings a breeze. I can't believe I wrote camera settings a breeze. Where did that come from? Six, phone or camera. Which do you use? I use both for different reasons, for different things, for different outcomes. Neither has replaced the other. They have distinct, separate uses, and I need both of them together. So for me, it is not a choice of camera or phone. It is making the best use of both devices to help me to do what I do. But I do take commercial photos with my camera, not with my phone. I have never issued a commercial photo to a client taken with my phone. And that is that. Seven, learn from your photos and other photographers. Well, how can you take great photos if you don't know what a great photo is? It's a fair question, isn't it? I mean, there are, there are many, many great photos out there by many, many great photographers. So, so let's learn from them. I mean, after all, everything's out there, isn't it? It's all available to us to help us. We need to find this good stuff and look at it and look at it properly, I mean. And equally importantly, we need to understand what a rubbish photo is.
8. Image processing, the stuff you need to know. I've spoken very little about processing because while it's an important part of my workflow, all I ever do is try to make what I've taken look better. That's as far as I go. Now, there are so many options for image processing, and this is part of the problem. There are so many apps out there that do amazing things, but do you want your photos to be amazingly edited? I don't. I want to make my photos look the best they can, and that is it. And I want to do this editing myself. I want help from tech, for sure I do. But I want to decide what changes are made to each and every photo, not an algorithm. Sorry, that might be just me being old school, but that's what I want and that's how I work. More on that in that episode. I probably should have mapped out what the episode numbers are, shouldn't I? But that's just come to me now. Oh, well, I'm up to number nine. Let's not worry about that. Nine, how to save time, but improve your photography. Now, this is dead good. And that's good coming from me as such a modest person. Now, this, this is really good stuff. This is something that's taken me years to learn. Do you want to take less photos, but the photos that you take to be better? Do you want to spend even less time going through those photos on your computer, trying to find something half decent? If you do, I have the answer to this. It costs nothing. It will help you take photos and will save you time. And it will help you to take better photos too, much better photos. And it'll make you happier in general. So, hey, win-win, eh? <laughs> 10. Get out and practice more, but take less photos. Yes, get out more and take photos. And I need to do this. And practice with what you've got. Get the best you can out of what you have. Experiment with your gear. Try everything and see what you like. See how far you can push your gear. I mean, you might be surprised by what it can do. But just getting out more doesn't mean you need to take hundreds of photos. Now, would you rather have one great photo or 100 average photos? Or 500 photos in Lightroom that you got to wade through to try to find something half decent? Now, I know which I'd rather have out of those three options every day of the week. 11. Become excellent at one photography thing. Yep, try everything, then see what you like doing and what you enjoy taking photos of. Now, once you know what that thing is, do that thing. Do all of the above that I've talked about already, but in that one thing. Become excellent at one thing. I mean, after all, you want to do something you enjoy, right? And if that one thing is photographing a glass lying on its side on top of a wall at sunset, do that. If that one thing is photographing a squirrel eating a pineapple, do that. If that one thing is photographing buildings, do that. That's what I do. Sorry, excuse the first two, but to be fair, they were the first things that came into my head. Okay, the original thought for the second one was a tiger eating a pineapple, but I've made it a bit more achievable by changing it to a squirrel. Why would a tiger be eating a pineapple? What is wrong with my brain? Okay, then that's the 11 things, tips, steps, call them what you want. And oh yeah, these titles, they're going to change when I'm writing each episode, but what they're about, that won't change. No, this is it. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, the talky bit. Well, 11 things, and I'm going to take one episode per thing, which I'm looking forward to greatly. B, 
bit of a digression here. I do say about my podcast, it's me explaining one photographic thing per episode, but I can't, I can't just continue explaining one thing. I mean, there are only so many times I could tell you what the aperture is or the shutter speed, which we now call exposure time, of course. No, this is about taking better photos, and you're going to hear me say this over and over again. Think about someone looking at your photo. What do they know? They know this. What's in the photo? What they're looking at? That's it. They don't know the backstory. Well, okay, there will be times when people will be able to look at a photo and know what the backstory is, but 99% of the time, for 99% of us normal folks, the person looking at your photo does not know, one, the camera settings that you used. Two, you used the fanciest mirrorless camera on the planet to take the photo. Three, you used the light source that is more powerful than the sun. <laughs> Four, or that you used your phone to take the photo. Now, you can't tell these days, can you? Five, what camera settings you used to take the photo. That was in number one, wasn't it? Oh, this script's rubbish. Five, you used auto exposure bracketing to capture a high dynamic range. Six, that it took you 73 hours on your computer to create the image. Seven, that you got 38 gazillion likes on social media for the photo. Number eight, excuse this, that you walked for 38 miles in 50 degree heat in the jungle, fighting off lions and tigers on the way to the foot of a mountain where the boiling lava was melting your eyebrows as you took the photo, sat on the back of a very angry elephant, trying to capture the last of golden hour. You get the idea. And yeah, very angry elephant. Where, where, where did that come from? Oh, I don't know. Now, all anybody knows, getting back to your photo, all anybody knows, looking at your photo, is what they're looking at. Most people will never care about any of the above, and quite rightly too. So this is where we should focus our efforts on creating the best, most interesting photos that we can. That is the point of photography, creating the best photos we can. Yep. The best way to create great pictures is to think about what we're taking photos of. And working on our photographer skills will help us to take better photos. I have no doubt about this. Okay, I'm going to stop here. I always said that each episode would be as long as needed. And I said what I wanted to say in this episode. So the titles will change as I write the episodes, but not the content, not the subject matter I'm talking about. Okay. What if I use my phone to take photos and not a camera? I'll cover that. Either way is fine. I use my phone and camera in my photography. They complement each other, but I still take commercial photos with my digital camera, which is my DSLR camera. What if I use a film camera? I'll cover this in each episode as well, but film photographers have to execute their photographic skills every time. They have to get it right first time every time, and, and that's what I love about film photography. Now, I don't do it myself anymore, but I am still thinking about doing it. Obviously, when you're taking photos with a film camera, you've got the number of exposures in the film, and that's it. You haven't got a 32, 64, 128 gigabyte memory card you can just blast away with. 
Now you're constrained to 24 or 36 photos generally, so you've got to get them right. And that's a wonderful discipline. It's actually a great way to learn photography, to shoot film photography. I guess you could just use a digital camera with a really small memory card. That'd do it. Something like a, I don't know, a 500 megabyte memory card. Hey, that's a great idea. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a note of that one. I like that. Yeah, a really tiny memory card. That'll um, focus the mind, won't it? What do I do? Well, I bang on about this stuff, don't I? This is what I do. I'll cover what I do in each episode, but I've spent over 40 years working on taking better photos, and I share the good stuff that I can remember <laughs> with you here on my podcast. Now, every day I'm, I'm trying to be a better photographer and every time I take a photo, I try to take a better photo than the last one. A better photo, a more interesting photo and always a photo with the best image quality that I can achieve. Now, when I started to work on my photos consciously, things happened. I found my thing. I started getting work. I started taking much higher quality photos and I got a professional qualification that I am proud to hold today. That is an associate of the British Institute of Professional Photography with the letters ABIPP. So now I'm telling you what I do, what I've learned and what you need to know. And I'm, I'm thinking of a new section, something along the lines of what you don't need to worry about or what you don't need to know. <laughs> That's one of those thoughts that came to me as I wrote this episode. So I'll have a think about that one. Some thoughts from the last episode. Okay, I've done with my stupid photography terms and putting the world of photography right. As this episode goes out, I'm emailing various manufacturers in the photography world, asking them what they think of my proposals to modernise photography. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the last four episodes of the Photography Explained podcast, where I go through 31 stupid photography terms. Yes, really. There's only 30, by the way. Yes, I am really doing this. I am really writing to all those camera manufacturers. And I have to say, the very thought of doing this, it, it gives me a cheeky little smile. It makes me feel good. So I'm going to give you updates as and when I get them. But the next 11 episodes, well, you know what they're about now. And I'm going to stick to that. And I am really, really looking forward to doing this. So if you're taking good pictures, if you're taking great pictures, if you're taking amazing pictures, wherever you are, wherever we are, we can always improve our photography. There's always room for improvement. Someday someone's going to shoot me down on that one, I would imagine. <laughs> now, great photographs, they don't happen by accident after all. They are created. And to do that, you need to do a bit of work. Right, sorry, I'm going to shut up. I was going on a bit there. I wasn't the plan. Next episode, simple. Straight into number one from the list. What are you trying to do with your photography? I think this is such a great question. I could talk about it for days. Don't worry, I, I probably won't. I might. Ask me a question. Well, if you've got a question you would like me to answer, email me at sales at rickmacavoyphotography.co.uk or head over to the podcast website, photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start where you can find out what to do. And you can also subscribe to get a weekly email from me, as if a podcast once a fortnight isn't enough. Yes, you can get a weekly email from me sent straight to you as well. 
on a Friday afternoon. That'd be two things every other Friday. How lovely. And if you just want to say hi, please do. I genuinely love hearing from my listeners. And if you take the time and trouble to get in touch with me, I will reply to you. I always do. Okay, I'm done. This episode was brought to you by, um, okay, a new year, a new me. Now I appear to be going through a healthy phase. So I'm eating fewer cheese and pickle sandwiches and, and I'm not eating crisps. No, no crisps. So this episode was brought to you by a homemade chicken and mayo sandwich washed down with an ice cold diet Pepsi before I settled down in my homemade acoustically cushioned recording emporium. But no crisps. It's not quite the same without the crisps. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast, it says here, and for giving me 27-ish minutes of your valuable time. Now, I reckon this episode is going to be a short one. I think it's going to be about 21, 22 minutes long after I've edited out the mistakes and the other bad stuff. But still, all good stuff all the same. Okay, I am done. Take care, stay safe. Cheers from me, Rick.